Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. from Simpson Osmosis from Tema Community 7. Emmanuel Houston in Germany, it's been a while. The legendary K Fresh. 
Eugenia Sintimedi, ever faithful, ever sure. Malik in Adenta. Good evening, Nana, and welcome from Laurentia. This is Rookie rapping from Hacho. Adam Dunyami in Bachona. Ayigbeni Dobeta from Manungwa. Papansa from Tashinungwa, good evening, Papansa. Nanaya Wamachi from Koforia. Shemena Santua. Rose Barbecue in Pram Pram. Happy birthday to Ebo Ephraim Williams of Great Co. HR Department. That's from Malik. Coffee Inside Community 25. William Thomason from the Peninsula. Delfano's listening from the center of a crowd. Tofik says I have tuned in live. Ernesto is in Dodoa. Logzi is in Oyarifa. And fully represented. Kwame Adum, director extraordinaire, says I'm in class and tuned in. Dai Antonio from Abokobi. And by this time, playtime looks like it's uh, over. Frederick from Bombay is in OEB Estates. Professor William Babwating, Robin for good evening. Mr. Steven Agla, good evening. 
you know, we start the way we start. Well, say after me then. Until the lions have their own historians. The tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter. And you know, I'll say that again. Well, folks, I said until the lions have their own historians, the tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter. Hello and welcome to the most opinionated hour on radio and the nation's thought-provoking hour. I am Nana Ansakwal IV, Chief of the Little Republic of Akwemu Edumasa, and I say thank God it's Monday. Well, another blessed day to gather around and perform one of radio's most important rituals. A ritual that brings dissenting views to the fore. A ritual that incites the patriotisms in us, invokes our pride as black people. And we meet here on Mondays to be informed, to be educated. So welcome to the ritual. I call that my opinion. Only on Joy 99.7 FM. And our topic today, folks. Our topic today. Help us to be less corrupt. Ghana to the IMF. Help us to be less corrupt. Ghana appeals to the IMF. This point, I say, let us all gather and make truth good, folks. Today, we are going on a roller coaster of emotions. As I was putting the show down, I was going through the same emotions. We will be sad, we'll have a laugh. Some of them, you know, you just have to laugh about it, frustrated, get angry, all because we love our happy home Ghana. It's an undeniable fact that with common sense, the right priorities in place, discipline, what we have is a paradise. What we have is a paradise. Because in the absence of all these folks, many countries can compare to us and actually wish to be like us. And I watched a little clip in a church in Nigeria where the pastor was frustrated that people were coming to give testimonies that they were able to go to Ghana and they, they were happy that they came to Ghana. There was a testimony. The pastor was very infuriated that how can you leave Nigeria and go to Ghana and come and give a testimony? So in the absence of all these and our frustrations, we are still a testimony for people. Which means with that little push, this could be that paradise that we're looking for. Folks, I saw an article from the City Newsroom on Ghana Web. It was published on the 20th of October. Now, in these days of fake news, one should be very careful, you know, what you read and simply put out. And for the life of me, I thought it was a bit odd. 
Ghana requests technical assistance from IMF to deal with the corruption. Ghana requests technical assistance from IMF to deal with corruption. I did not believe it at first. I thought maybe, well, if it's true, then it may be a technical requirement attached to all loans. So it's just a, it's just a procedure. Our 17th bailout. Bailout number 17. And it almost feels like we should be getting ready for bailout number 18. It almost feels as if we have to be getting ready for bailout number 18. Unless, of course, you've seen some major significant wave. Well, I have so much to say, folks. I have so much to say. I'll probably be based, based the show on too much emotions. But I'm torn between, you know, taking your time and just talking all through or just keeping quiet and let you share your thoughts. Folks, nations are built for want of a better word, desperation. Nations are built on desperations of the citizens. Leaders set up on the heat and anger of its citizens, the fear of repercussions. But somehow, our tolerance is becoming or has become inelastic. Our tolerance has become inelastic. We cannot be pushed to the limit. I mean, we can't be pushed to the limit. No matter what, we can't be pushed to the limit. We condone, celebrate, and even reward unexplained wealth. Government after government, we see, we hear, we are even told by the same perpetrators of how much they have spent sometimes spending even higher than what they are guaranteed to earn. Strangely, very strangely, sometimes they, they mention figures that they are guaranteed four-year term would not give them that much money. Yet, folks, we we'll go ahead and vote for them. So when we turn around and I'm here jumping up and down wondering why you know, they are grabbing with all their limbs as if tomorrow is not going to come. What else did we expect? Folks, what re truly, what did we expect? Let's pause for just one minute and ponder over it. Because I think we deserve the leaders we have. We, we put them there. I'm yet to see any CEO or any MP or DC who took up a pump action and stormed somewhere and said, if you don't put me here, I'm going to kill you guys. No. Put a ballot box there. We leave our homes. We queue and we put them there. So how do we turn around and say, oh, no, no, no. We don't deserve this. Well, what did you deserve? Well, who did you vote for? Unless, of course, you voted for A. But then when you turned up, they, they gave the power to C. Then maybe we have an argument. But if you voted for A and they've given the authority to A, folks, maybe the jury is still out. 4th of July, 2018. Daily Graphic Online says Ghana loses $3 billion yearly through corruption. 
Ghana loses $3 billion yearly through corruption. The Deputy Commissioner for Shiraj, Reverend Richard Quaison, speaking to the issue and saying that Ghana Beyond Aid was possible if only holes will be plugged. And this report was done by Imani looking at the procurement lapses. And If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. The Auditor General's report, which is, you know, literally heartbreaking or rubbing salt in the wound in your face, literally. Three billion a year. In spite of this, folks, look at how low we had to stoop begging other nations to beg for us in order to get three billion. I mean, we got so low that we could not even beg direct. We had no credibility. We had to beg people to go and beg somebody to beg for us to get three billion. Monies that we lose every year through God knows what. Now, if you read that after all this humiliation, we actually ask for technical assistance to help us reduce or stop corruption. It's laughable. I mean, does it mean that truly Yatisikasu's or comedy? I mean, does it mean that truly Yatisikasu's or comedy? And that the challenge is leadership. It beggars believe to ask the IMF to help you stop stealing. It beggars belief to go and ask the IMF, help me to stop stealing. And I ask as citizens, why aren't we mad? Why is this an everyday, like an, like an ordinary headline? This, this is like a normal headline. You know, like, oh, the traffic lights at that junction is not working. It is, you know, just like an ordinary headline. We are not mad. Folks, just imagine. We all know of Kosichun. Great visionary. Sets up this media empire. Multimedia. Working so well. The company has grown so big. It's been broken up into departments and various stations. And then we have to hire managers to run each unit because one person can't handle it all. So this whole umbrella and structures, you know, running it. Imagine we go and get a loan. We come and then we squander the loan. It doesn't work out. So we go again, go and borrow money. It seems that the, the company cannot stand on it. We go, we go. 17 times we're going to borrow money. Can you imagine the shock on Kwesi's face? Should he one day turn on the TV or, you know, flick the newspaper or go online and read that the managers of multimedia are seeking the help of, of a consultant to stop them from stealing? Can you imagine? 
they're shocked to read that his managers are seeking the help of a, of a consultant to stop them from stealing. After borrowing and borrowing and borrowing 17 times. So, I mean, so what are you, what are you saying that, you know, you, you've been, <laughs> I mean, it, you have to laugh, you have to get angry. How does one get away with this, folks? I, I, I need Zaku Gudron Mihebi. How does one get away with this? Go to the IMF 17 times, in and out, and in and out, and in and out, and then go back and say, Branabe Boamina, men reduce corruption. Oh. So all the time when you said that's what you've been doing? I mean, I mean say, or oh, you just suddenly woke up and realized that this is what's happening. Jesus. Folks, the cost of government projects sometimes are just mind-boggling. You take public school blocks, simple, straight, stable design, one, two, class, one, two, three, four, five, six, no toilets, no teacher's office, nothing, just one, two, three. The land mostly is given out by the local authority or the local traditions that no I, I'm yet to see a chief who say come and buy a land to build a school for my people well I'm not saying there's always exceptions but mostly they will give out the land for free but by the time they complete the cost will be so inflated because the excuse is that government won't pay up early the cost of roads again the state won't pay early so they will bump it up to thy kingdom come and we are paying probably two three times the cost of everything so what could have done three kilometers will just do one folks then there's the sense of entitlement culture amongst us where we have not earned yet we demand and think we deserve we have not earned it but we demand and think we deserve the highest of luxury folks the the highest of luxury i mean where it doesn't make sense anymore you know, there's, there's a point of luxury where, you know, you have so much money, then you add those things to either your car or your living or your lifestyle. And so the meager taxes we collect, we allow office holders to live that sort of life. With taxes. I mean, as though they were oil barons from, you know, from some Arab nation. Like like a family inheritance wealth in Tinichale, Utimiya Diopebia. With taxes, taxes oh. So you and I work near Tekakra, you and I work near Tekakra, and this is what is supposed to build the nation so that the, the ones who come after us will have something better to live in. No, 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 no. Minister Pefri, you want to come? Are you serious? fridge when he came so he wants and and in order to get the fridge in your car you have to go to the top level you can't get a basic car and just opt for the fridge you have to go for the top level to get the fridge you have to get one car to use in the cities and one car to cross country if you're sick 
you choose a hospital wherever it is you want in the world and then they fly you off to you your wife probably two kids under 18 and never does it occur to you that mr minister if you live in kaneshi you'll be going to kaneshi polyclinical when you fall ill so go and make sure that there's paracetamol there so that when you get there no 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 geneva or south africa you the locals within the community that voted you can go and deal with your Kaneji Polyclinic business. How do we put all these things together? How do we put it all together? And then the youth, folks, the hope of the future, those in universities who you expect to, to know better, to read wider, to read between the lines and actually find out what even the difference is. We have a party that is more capitalist inclined, one that is more socialist inclined. But you tell me, who brings all these socialist intervention? The MPP, who's is more supposed to be more capitalist inclined. So I think this is a there's no difference. What is actually the, the the ideals of these parties? How you are able to tell the difference? I don't know. And so the youth are now are tying and tying and they are sometimes even worse than the fathers before them. The ones that were supposed to leave the country in to come and inherit. Omkrad, when they are running their elections, a time. They start early, we catch them early. So here we are, folks, asking for help to strengthen governance, asking for help to plug holes, help to apply common sense help to prioritize rightly folks over to you joe latte in order for me not to eat into your time in order for me not to eat into your time since when at all folks did the IMF have any plan to any country to say that I'm, I'm, I'm coming to help you to stop your corruption and if I know when did that become a mandate of the IMF folks when did the IMF even come and say look change your school curricula because when they finish school they won't be able to work that's not the IMF's business it's awesome. if you want 10 million clerks train 10 million clerks and you know after that, what you do with them is your own business. I may phone come and tell you that, look, put your kids through school and do ICT and do a Greek because that's what the future is. That's not the business of IMF. On the OCA here, whatever you do with it, whether you will steal it, whether you would burn it, drink it, drown it, time is asking if there's any technical as what what, what technical just a technical what yeah this is kind of what we are what technical what folks technical what i beg you and they'll actually they'll probably charge <laughs> they'll probably bring a bills okay for our technical knowledge of you not stealing your money maybe pay us another six million ten million dollars and we'll tell you that, yeah, it is kind of more, I mean, just use it to build the road or, you know, invest it in something that will pay you back. I mean, just say, 
Abegusi obe enfu have the price quarter of the price. Mu de mu mu chew agbe will come and tell you what to do. <laughs> I mean, folks, we cannot get this low. It is not business as usual. It is very, very wrong. It is insulting on the pride of us as Ghanaians because it's a reflection on all of us. And it's very insulting. Very, very insulting. As a Ghanaian, it's very insulting that your leaders go to international bodies, the technical assistance to help reduce corruption. How? Maybe it's big English, maybe you know. So those of you there who've been to school, please explain to us what's going on because media, I'm lost. Okay, so who's my first caller? Hi, Leonard. Good evening. Good evening. This is Justice here. Justice, let me hear you. Maybe yes, you can, expl- you can explain it further. We are not a serious nation. Our leaders are just simply not serious, okay? Hmm. We have all the systems in place here. Instead of strengthening them, we fight the system. We have the audit service. We have the OSP. We have the uh, strategy. We have the attorney general, but we fight the system. And if you take the attorney general department, for example, government put politicians there. And what did they do? They fight uh, the people who are fighting the system. So how there can we then say that we are um, going to go to somebody to come and help us? We are simply not serious. No, no, thank you. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> Fighting the system. OSP is actually reaching out for help. Hello, who's talking to me? Yeah, hello, good evening. And Abu Muhammad is talking to you from Jaffa. Abu, let me hear you, my brother. Yes. Uh, first of all, what one should protect after your God-fearing is your reputation and personality. So this country, we, are, we say we are God-fearing people, that are, we are Muslim and we are also Christian, and we protect that with our life. The next thing we should also protect is the reputation that this country has. So failure to protect that reputation, because this is a country that many people leave their country and come here to hustle. But like I said many of the time, we are Malians made in Ghana. Our fathers came from Mali to come here. And they settle because of the reputation this country has. So now the people, the owners of this same country now, have deformed that reputation and the personality God gives to this country. That's why they are not being respected. People that are supposed to be respected, we despise them. We don't respect them because they, they do not protect that personality or that reputation God has given to them. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, my brother. This one says, uh, a thought-provoking conversation indeed. And if we don't change the constitution to empower the NDPC to come up with a national plan which is binding on any political party that comes into government, until that, we shall be in circumlocution. 
And this is Frederick Frimpong Bafi. Thank you for sending the message. Hello, who's talking to me? Isaac James from Abokobi. Isaac, let me hear you. Thank you so much, Nana. Hmm. Nana, you see, sometimes I, I feel so sad about this country that we treat our politicians like they are some kind of gods that we are to worship them and bow our heads when, whenever they appear. So we, we use almost about 95% of our resources just to take care of politicians. And we use pay not for the development of this country. How can we go on? I mean, I don't understand. How can a politician, just one appointee of or somebody that the president likes and, and appoint to be a head of a company or, or, or something, would take even just a common TV allowance that is more than somebody's uh, three-month salary? Nana, I, I, I'm so sad. I'm, where, where do we go wrong? Oh, how, I, Jesus Christ. How can this country move forward with the kind of money we are spending on politicians? It is time for us to wake up to tell the politicians that they are wasting our money, but they are not, you see, their, their input is so little. They are not doing anything for the country. They keep on wasting our money over and over again. People come and borrow. These all come and borrow after taking the money from gold, boxes, iron, whatever, oil, and and and, and till everything. And they, including the taxes, they will go and borrow on top of it. And still, no show. Nana, we are angry. They should stop these things before it's too late. Thank you very much, Nana. God thank, bless you. Thank you very much. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Uh who's talking to me? Yeah, this Adam. Adam Samako from uh what are you call? Let me hear you, my brother. Yeah. Hmm. Nana it's a very delicate issue. Hmm. Looking at things in Ghana now, corruption in Ghana is very high. From even from the presidency, the ministers, and then everything. We, we the youth, we are so much annoyed. We are we are the future leaders, and they are our leaders. What are they teaching us to emulate? Are they teaching us to be corrupt? Ghana is going to a place where our descendants, our uh, our generation cannot cannot survive it. So we, the youth, we are tired. Even in Ghana, if you're a teacher, you are not free. A teacher giving, uh, what's the name, approval letter for study leave, they are threatening a teacher to go back to your class and teach. Meanwhile, you are giving the, the approval to the teacher to go for uh, uh, further studies. Meanwhile, the teacher needs to prepare. And then those bribe them, they allow them to go. Even in Ghana education, we teachers, we are corrupt. Even in the police service, they are corrupt. So what are we teaching our children? Nana, good evening. Good evening to you too, my brother. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Hello, who's talking to me? Hello, Nana, this is Kobna. Ah, Kobna, I want to hear you. Yes. Nana, are we really saying we want to call on the IMF to help us to fight corruption is that is that is that a topic well they say we want technical assistance to help us reduce corruption no 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 that's wrong 
We don't need any te- technical assistance. We didn't place the technical technical assistance wasn't on the ballot box mm. or wasn't on the ballot paper, right? Mm-hmm. So there are several things that we can do. One is conflict of interest, right? Yeah. Nana, Ghana is going down because of conflict of interest. Conflict, just a little, a little thing that we can solve. We are not able to solve it. If we are able to eradicate conflict of interest, half of our problems are gone. Even those who are running for president, most of them are guilty of conflict of interest. These MPs are all on on, on SOEs, born of SOEs. Why? Now, Nana, this last week, all those who passed their law exams and were called to the bar, look at them. Most of them are appointees of government, right? Mm-hmm. Most of them are appointees of government, and they are on on government salary, and they are using government time. The time that they are supposed to use to help Ghanaians, ordinary Ghanaians, oh, no, to find uh, jobs. No, Kamala, but you can't Hello? say that. Maybe, maybe they went to work. They went to school after you know after working hours. I mean, we don't have any proof to say no. that. Instead of them being in the office, they were no, in school. No, they didn't. Okay, can you tell me the the, 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 the hours of Ghana Law School? Is it after work? It's during work. It's during work. You can't tell me that Ghana Law School has two schedules. One is for regular students, and then the other is for 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 professionals who eat like evening classes. No, these guys are all on government. Payroll, mm. and we have to know that before you come into government, you should be you should be a made person. You cannot come into government and use government resources, government time, the time that you are supposed to help Ghanaians to create jobs for themselves, help Ghanaians to 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 to, to, to make them prosper. You are using that time to amass amass for yourself, and that's all right. Governor, hmm, thank you for your call. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Hello, who's talking to me? Yeah, my name is Edward Carwin. Let me hear you. Hey, Edward. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my long Look, lost I, brother. I, Let me hear you. Of course, I've been trying to reach, but today I got through, you know. Good, good, good. Let me hear Well, you. I'm so excited to get through. Hmm. But let me make the point here. Yeah. You see, to start with, IMF is never a solution to any country's development. Mm-hmm. And it has never been a solution to Ghana's uh, uh, problems. In fact, IMF has been part of creating Ghana's problems. But let's put it that Ghana has now decided to go to IMF. You ask the question, how can IMF solve our problem of galamsey? How do we sit, allow our lands to be destroyed this way? How do we wait and have all the evidence, joy, News or Joy FM or Multimedia went and brought out some evidence plus other media people that brought evidence. We say we will not deal with it. How can IMF solve this? Look, how can IMF say that when we take money, we borrow money, we should share the money? Look, IMF is not a solution. And I think that IMF should have rather ask our government to cut down their uh, size. But they have not done that. What they have only told our government to do is to make sure that they don't employ anybody again. But they, they have to respect our sovereignty. No. You see, when you say you have got sovereignty, what, what is left with Ghana? What is the sovereignty? 
is it not this our sovereignty with our sovereignty we still go around begging other countries to uh, try and get imf to give us a loan we have a flag and an anthem so you you think that we have sovereignty again hmm. look we are laughing stock and i'm saying that imf should have also insisted that and the other countries that ghana has gone to beg them to get imf to give us the money to tell government that i want you to do abcd so that i can also help you they didn't do that what they have only done is to give conditionality to government that don't employ the young men and women who are in the schools who have completed and they're looking for jobs and they don't have it they said they will not employ them our future is bleak our government our leaders are simply not having their own mind they don't think about the people they don't think about us they think about their selfish interests and nothing else thank you thank you very much zero three zero two hello who's talking to me Yes. We have a good solution. I don't know why I hire you. We have said it on issues that look, when we are training these people, are men cast Bible, no young continue. Young copa the gossip now omuni omuni sin that you know. Almost omu bra hobi. If you recite your pledge, then you go see abo, then you try abo, then If you go contrary. Hey yo, hey simple, simple solution. You want to buy bono? Ah, nana, won't this work? Me and nana stand Oh, why are we worrying ourselves? Nana, I am. This one is your first time. It don't come cheap. Nana, you see, I've said, I've said that even if Ghana is paid two million euros a month, the money wouldn't still be enough for us to spend because of how government is resources and funds. Do you understand? Mm. You made mention about how um, um, infrastructure projects are inflated. See, when we go to the case of people like the DVLA, like the first part of it, this thing that has been going on. So this is a good solution to it, Anna. See, take ordinary individuals. Just train them tomorrow on how to get information. Let them go there. Go to the DVLA, go to the driving license, go to these institutions. Like you want to go to the normal process and register, and let's see how it goes. At any point in time, if anybody approaches you, if they are frustrating you, then you are you are, you are keeping the record for everybody to see. If somebody decides to take you money, somebody decides to do this, then you know we are there, and you will see. After that, we will get all those people who are involved in this criminality that is going on. It is not simple solution. Me, if you are if you approach me and say you want me to do this, I won't take you any money. Your call has been put on hold. Please wait. Oh dear. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Hello, who's talking to me? Hello. Hello. Yes. Uh, who am I talking to, please? Uh, Claude from Tema. Let me hear you, Claude. Yes, I think the issue with IMF. Yeah. Is that you know when they don't pay consultancy, how do they get paid? Mm -hmm. So in whatever arrangements they do. They will work themselves into it. And we be very ignorant who accept that we need a consultant. Hello? Well, I don't think I don't think IMF demanded anything. We requested from them. No, you, maybe you have, you have to you have to go into the details. They, they, they will create a situation where you need such a consultant. Because that phenomenon mm -hmm. has become common in this country. Okay. Most most companies, 
when they have a they have a CEO, they have deputies, they have board of directors, but they still go in for consultants. So you ask yourself, what is the use of the CEO? What is the use of board of directors if they cannot handle issues and have to go for consultants? You know, I think it's everything where we are wasting a lot of money. The, the last thing I to dwell on is parliament. 275 participants. For what? We have 60 regions. At least, there has to be a region where we have regional representation. Maybe 10 from every region. We have one parliamentarian, and that should be a 275. It's a drain on our poor economy. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with consultancy, but I mean, say to bring a consultant to stop you from stealing, that's my worry. I mean, yes, you can bring a consultant to help you in terms of growth. You can bring a consultant in terms of maybe IT strategy, maybe uh, cyber fraud, get, you know, consultant to stop cyber fraud from att- attacking you. But consultants say, that's a new one. Hello, who's talking to me? Hello, good evening, Anna. Good evening. Sham. Ah, let me hear you, my brother. Nana, you always know my message. Yes, I... This, <laughs> this is something. It's as laughable and at the same very embarrassing, to say the least. Mm. Now, one of our very most celebrated Africans, that's Kwame Nkrumah, wrote a book on the last day of imperialism. Mm-hmm. And you, if you read that book and other books, you realize that these people, when I say people, I mean foreign agencies and foreign bodies, they've never changed their plans towards Recolonizing Africa. And these are some of the mediums they use. Mm-hmm. Now, any Kenyan that is gearing to vote in the next coming election, my message is only one. Look, even when it came to sacking colonial masters, we've done it. For it is not an impossibility to vote outside of NPP, NDC, or even Ireland. Look, these people have showed us their character. They have nothing good for us. Meanwhile, the average tool. The average Ghanaian is looking to still put the country, is willing to still vote according to Islam and say that I expect this person to do better. Look, I believe President Kufuad was the last straw that we realized that Charlie is no good person wearing politically colored attire who has Ghana's interests at heart. 32 years of mediocrity, 32 years of myopic dealings, 32 years of misguided deeds. This cannot go unpunished. Any person that says that, how do you do that? You go to the elections and you vote outside MPP, NBC and Allen. Look, any other person on that candidacy might not be as corrupt as these people are. And when it comes to the independent can, um, the, the, the parliamentary seat as well, mm-hmm. let us sack the ones that are not working within our constituencies. Let us remove them. Let's stop that a higher MPP zone, a higher NPC zone. A higher... Who is an MPP me? And who is an NPC me? You are a Ghanaian. You are not bearing any political colors. Until we tell ourselves that any person who is sitting anywhere saying that me was in this, I mean, contract, you are corrupt. You know, pass up to me, you man. Look, it's as simple as that. So the IMF on all these things, it's like the glamour. It's like you finish dressing and you want to apply cologne. It's not really necessary, but maybe if you walk in, somebody will say, this guy smells good and all that. It's cosmetic. They will never solve any, 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 any issue for us. So Ghanians, I'm talking to the average Ghanian there who is willing to vote. Please don't vote according to these lines and come and sit on radio and lambast them and say, let's go for protest whilst you went to vouch for them again. Tell me, which of these political aspirants really has Ghana's interest at heart? None. 
So let us look for the ones that we don't even hear of. And the media, please put them in our faces. Let us look at the new faces. Give more 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 ba. Niyan to more more ba. Omo enim tizani diye. Niyan to me for my initial mutabim. Omo nye fi my. Thank you very much too. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Hello, who's talking to me? Seto, let me hear you. Yeah, I'm calling from Circle. Good. Uh, please, don't be offended by my question, okay? But I hope you do have an agenda for you. I have a what? You have an agenda. You plan an agenda for yourself, like three, three years to come. See, this is what you want to achieve in life. Yes, in my little Republic of Edomaza, yes. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone do ha- does have an agenda. Why is that? A whole, nas- a whole Ghana... Yeah. Population more than 30 million, you don't have any national agenda for the nation. How can the nation develop? Hmm. The time NUTM, before the political parties come to the drawing board, and then we all come, set a common goal, draw a national policy for the nation. Any political party that comes to power should do according to the evolution of the national policy so that to, to reduce the corruption in the system. Hmm. Uh, Thank you very much for your thoughts. And hello, who's talking to me? Hello, this is David. Come again. David. David, let me hear you. I think that I want to just throw some historical uh, perspective to this uh, discussion. Sure. I am a little bit older, and mm-hmm. I once upon a time when Jerry John Rawlings Jr. Jesus came onto this theme, mm-hmm. we had so much belief in him. And at a point, he made a statement that it was going to create a situation that the rich and the poor are going to be the same. We're all going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had good intention then. But uh, at the end of it all, we realized that even the corruption he had gone to fight, he did not succeed. And so I think that we have a problem that we need really to talk about it. I think that the self-interest is just too much. And it is too much because in the olden days, people were not so much 
thinking about themselves. They were thinking about national community and things like that. But I don't know when we really missed the mark. We have missed the mark and everybody, even if you employ somebody in your workplace, his interest is what he's looking for and not in the interest of the organization. And so this is the challenge. It is easier to really pinpoint the people in authority. And I tell you a story. There was a time that we were taking these uh, census. These census, these young guys have been employed to go and do census, take data. And where I live at the time in Tessano, I saw a gentleman with this car. He was not entering the houses. He was just sitting there writing the names of the addresses and putting his own data there. I saw it as a look, this one is going to take data which is not proper to whichever organization mm-hmm. that employ him. So we have a certain mindset. And I think that we have to have a platform and to talk about the Ghanaian uh, I mean, mentality mm-hmm. so that maybe uh, uh, we can find solution to it. Because you will employ a person and that person you employ he has self-interest, and he's not thinking about your investment. And it comes across, even in churches. Even, even in churches, you just give the contractor some door, and you think that this is a Christian who is supposed to be honest, and that is why he's going to bless the church. Thank you very much. Very interesting. birthday to you Dorcas Kennedy Dorcas Kennedy of Adum Online happy birthday to you tomorrow is your birthday so happy birthday to you in advance happy 6th anniversary to you Nana Efiasewa Brakatu Queen Mother of the Little Republic of Akwamu Edumasa 6th anniversary Hey, time does fly. Happy 35th anniversary to you. Nana Jankwesi. Otobo Jankwesi. Ebrihene. 35th anniversary and a beautiful Ujura celebration. Graced by the Akomuhene. Graced by the Ukuyapemihene. And the president, Anadu Dankwa Kufuadu. He was graced by me too. <laughs> so, Ebri was late this weekend. God bless you all. God bless you, Dorcas Kennedy. God bless you, Efia Sewa. God bless you, Jankwesi. Bulletin up next. Kofi Forsen is lined up. Hey, Kofi Hayford. <laughs> Kofi Hayford is lined up. Abeku was on the ones and twos. Hello, Miss Intelligent and Eloquent is uh, ready for you. 
dress in a gown. All in respect for the audience. Folks, next Monday, God willing, we'll be back to do this 